kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, worst case scenario. To see the environmental impact on our shore, to me, it's absolutely devastating. A massive oil spill dumping more than 126,000 gallons off the California coast. Wildlife experts on high alert as the toxic slick washes ashore. New details straight ahead. Soccer scandal. It hurts my heart knowing that this has happened to so many players in this league. Members of the National Women's Soccer League speaking up about alleged abuse from one of their coaches, what the players are saying, and how U.S. Soccer is investigating the allegation. Plus, lasting friendship. Hoda sits down with Oprah Winfrey and Maria Shriver, a special conversation about their four-decade-long connection. She, like, would say, like, oh, here's a cup of coffee I made for you. And I brought the coffee and paper to your door. And I was gonna, I'm gonna cry. It was so um, moving to me because I didn't, that's not how I grew up. Just ahead, how Oprah and Maria helped each other through some challenging times. And Jerry and Jenna. Oh, 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 hello! <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Not from you. Jenna sits down with Jerry Seinfeld about the new home for his iconic series and the building blocks of comedy. I don't want to be a Lego. It did not look comfortable, I have to tell you. Some of those bits, like, you know, when I skate out in the yes. end, that took an hour and a half of moving an inch at a time. How the funny man has really hit the bricks today, Monday, October 4th, 2021. Texas. Visiting for 40th anniversary. From Chesapeake, Virginia. From St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out to my mom, Debbie. We love you. From Tucson, Arizona. A surprise for Renee's birthday from Baltimore, Maryland. Happy birthday wishes from El Segundo, California to Prospect, New York to my mom. Our grandma. Pat Robinson. We love you. Happy birthday. Oh boy. I know, so I love cute. him. He's looking his lips or something. He's so so cute. cute. Guys, good morning. Welcome back to today on a Monday morning. Glad to have you with us. Hoda's off. We got Chanel and Craig. Yeah. Uh, by the way, coming up tomorrow, the cake boss himself, Buddy Belastro. He's going to join us live. Buddy's going to join us one year after that terrifying hand injury that left him wondering if he'd ever bake again. He's going to share an update on how he's doing now. All right, but let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. And crews are racing this morning to contain a massive oil spill off the coast of Southern California. At least 126,000 gallons have leaked into the Pacific Ocean from a broken pipeline, and it's already threatening beaches and wildlife. The slick spans 13 square miles near the cities of Huntington Beach and Newport Beach. The pipeline company, Beta Offshore, says the line has been shut down, but they're not sure what caused it to fail in the first place. Orange County officials are urging residents to stay away from that coastline. Now to the latest on COVID. Cases are slowly declining after a summer surge. But despite that encouraging news, the CDC is advising Americans to celebrate the holidays 
virtually and asking the 70 million who are still not vaccinated to avoid travel. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer has the very latest on all of it. Miguel, good morning. Craig, good morning. The numbers are finally trending in the right direction. COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are down nationally. It comes as the New York Times is reporting as early as this week, Johnson & Johnson could ask federal regulators to authorize its booster shot. And there is also new guidance out from the CDC on how to spend the holidays amid the pandemic. The agency says the safest way to celebrate is virtually, signaling people may need to be apart for the holidays once again, the new guidelines also urge outdoor celebrations and even note Americans could drop holiday meals off for loved ones from a safe distance. They also suggested virtual dance parties. This comes as there's more focus on vaccine mandates. More companies nationwide are requiring employees to be vaccinated before returning to work. Authorities say the mandates are working, driving up vaccination numbers, which could lead to safer holidays for everyone. Craig. Miguel Almaguer for us. Miguel, thank you. The National Women's Soccer League canceled all of its games this weekend following troubling allegations against now-fired head coach. And overnight, the league announced it's hired a former U.S. prosecutor to investigate abusive behavior and sexual misconduct in the game. NBC's Sam Brock caught up with players who are demanding change. Sam, good morning. Chanel, good morning. Players in the National Women's Soccer League are using words like unacceptable and unforgivable to describe what has been going on. A head coach accused of abusing and harassing players has been fired after he first came under investigation years ago. For players in the tight-knit National Women's Soccer League that include some of the sport's biggest names, the accusations of abuse against coach Paul Riley were devastating, but not surprising. It hurts my heart knowing that this has happened to so many players in this league and it's unforgivable. A bombshell report from The Athletic based on interviews with more than a dozen players describes a coach who could be verbally abusive and in several cases committed acts of sexual coercion. Paul Riley has denied all accusations and has not responded to NBC News's requests for comment. Last week, the North Carolina Courage fired him. Veteran players like midfielder McCall Zerboni demanding much more transparency and accountability. If you talk to players within the NWSL and I asked you, do you feel safe at this moment? What would you say? No, absolutely not. How do we know that if we turn up to work every day that this is not going to happen to us or it's not going to happen again? Because it did happen again and again and again and no one in position of power or ability stopped it. Late Sunday, U.S. Soccer, the sport's governing body, announcing it's tapped former U.S. attorney Sally Yates to conduct an independent investigation into the abhorrent conduct reported, adding they plan to take meaningful steps to prevent this from happening in the future. The commissioner of the NWSL, Lisa Baird, resigned over the weekend without comment. In a series of scathing tweets, Olympic gold medalist Alex Morgan noted Baird was flagged in April about the accusations against Riley, adding the league was informed of these allegations multiple times and refused multiple times to investigate the allegations. Players say it's time for the NWSL to do better. I want to play in a league that I'm proud to play in, and I think things have to change or else I don't think it's a league worth playing in. And since August, three of the league's 10 coaches have been dismissed either for cause or accusations of abuse. Chanel, we've reached out both to the league as well as the former commissioner, Lisa Baird. So far, we have not heard back. 
Back to you. All right, Sam, thank you. And we'll have much more on this tomorrow and today when two players who brought allegations against Coach Riley join us for an exclusive live interview. All right, the news is covered. 8.07 feels like a good time for a boost. It is. Time. This is the time we Let's usually do it. do it. Well, any parent who's had a child beg for a new pet can relate to this next one. A girl in Maryland had been asking her mom over and over for a new hamster, but mom said no. And then recently she came home to this. So I'm gone for two hours and I get home and suddenly my house looks like this. I have flyers everywhere, pictures everywhere, and they're all of hamsters. Hamsters in the refrigerator, hamsters in the freezer, hamsters, hamsters. Wow. Wow. I think she deserves a hamster. It's just, a, just one, just one <laughs> hamster. Mom says she's always yeah. encouraged her daughter to assert herself and make her needs known. That lesson has been absorbed that's by this funny. little one, but we don't know. There's where it's a cliffhanger. I mean, we don't know if she got the hamster or that, not. That little girl's gonna get a hamster. She deserves Please. a hamster. Gonna, and when she does, mom, let us know yes. so we can do the follow up. <laughs> exactly. I could see veil points up. I, I could see it too, <laughs> exactly. actually. I love that. We'll see what happens. All right, up next, Hoda's inspiring conversation with lifelong friends Oprah and Maria Shriver. The gestures, large and small, that they've done to support each other over the years, and the surprising power they say can come from. A simple cup of coffee. That's right after this. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, if, if you know Hoda Kotb, you know she's a she's a friendship kind of person. <laughs> Through thick and thin, her people are her people. Yes. And that is on full display in the newest Making Space podcast, an inspiring chat with both Oprah Winfrey and Maria Shriver. I mean, can you imagine the three of them together? Maria and Oprah actually met 42 years ago at a local station in Baltimore. They've been supporting each other ever since. When you've, like, you know, had somebody who's gone through the birth of all your children with you, yeah. right? your marriage, your divorce, the death of your parents, uh, the death of yourself, the rebirth of yourself, the, the evolution of herself, mm -hmm. the change of herself. You just step back and you're like, damn, like how blessed am I to have that? Maria Shriver and Oprah Winfrey have spent the last 42 years spiritually connected, as Oprah calls it, and to this day, continue to grow and evolve together. What's the best thing about being this age? I remember, Oprah, you telling me, like, when you turn 60, you're gonna, people are gonna start treating you different. And I was like, no, no, they're not. 
Well, when but I started, I think, slowly in my 60s, have started treating myself differently huh. and started to be kinder to myself. Oprah, what about for you? What's the, the best, best part? The best thing about how it, you want to get to this point, anything you do, you choose to do it because it's going to bring you pleasure, meaning, enjoyment, fulfill some kind of purpose that you want or desire, mm -hmm. but you have nothing to prove, mm. nothing to prove, because you already proved it. This after a lifetime of both Oprah and Maria feeling they needed to prove themselves. When you talk about your own mom who was like, you got to go, go, go. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? I mean, rest, vacation, relaxing was not part of the plan, wasn't part of the routine. When I have gone to visit Oprah, when I went, um, mm -hmm. she would, you know, was, this sounds so kind of silly, but she like would say like, oh, here's a cup of coffee I made for you. I brought the coffee and paper to your door. And I was gonna, I'm gonna cry. It was so um, moving to me because I didn't, that's not how I grew up. Even though I had a very close relationship with my mother, I wasn't nurtured, mothered in that way, right? And she wasn't mothered in her own way. But I think in a way we have mothered each other. It was Oprah who needed nurturing in the midst of a career hardship as she transitioned away from her successful 25-year run on The Oprah Winfrey Show to launching The Oprah Winfrey Network. Every newspaper, everybody yeah. was saying, you should have kept your day job, the mm -hmm. struggling own, what would you leave The Oprah Show for? It was really a bad time for me. I was taking it so personally, like this personally means that I have failed. You know, how it, people don't give you any grace space, that it was, you know, a moment where she had to, you know, in a way go back to her grit yeah. that built, you know, her career, and mm. people forget that. Maria supported Oprah then, and in turn, Oprah supported Maria during the most challenging times in her life. What was the most difficult thing you had to let go of in your life? Probably my marriage, yeah, or my vision of whatever I thought my marriage was. And prior to that, the loss of their mother. If you had told me that at the age of 52, I would finally get up the nerve to crawl into bed with my mother, hold her and tell her that I love her, I would have said, you were nuts. After um, my mother passed away and Oprah had been at my wedding, she was at my mother's funeral, mm -hmm. and then she called me right after my mother died and said, I'm gonna have a gathering mm -hmm. for you. We're gonna be, call it Team Maria. And it was just this really sweet, loving, like moment of like, we're here, mm -hmm. we love you, mm -hmm. you're gonna make it through. As Oprah and Maria so fondly look back at the 42 years past, they also look ahead together. What's the most recent kind of revelation or life lesson you've learned um, at this stage in the game? The last time Maria was here, we were walking around and we were just talking about our lives and the fact that Everything that has happened to me, I actually earned it. Mm. I'm just so pleased to be in a space where I'm no longer, you know, Maria and I talked about this for a while, no longer having to make decisions that please other people mm. and don't please you. 
If I think back, you know, 20, 30 years, I thought I'd be cooked by this time. Yeah. Or I thought I'd, like, you know, <laughs> knew everything there was to, to know. And I'm, I actually feel, you know, so alive <laughs> at this age. I feel lighter. I feel freer. I am surprised uh, by how awake in my own life I feel. So that, to me, is, uh, is a godsend, is a miracle, actually. I want more. Yeah, there is more. There's I'm so more. glad you said that. More yeah. of the conversation will be on Hoda and Jenna. And for their full chat, Chanel, just go to yeah. Making Space with Hoda, copy it's the great. podcast. You can scan that QR code, or you can search for it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Mr. Roker, how about another check of the weather, sir? Well, this is like video from the perfect storm. This is the first time an autonomous, non-crewed drone went into a hurricane. This is Hurricane Sam, and this is just really cool stuff that gets all kinds of data, hopefully being able to help us predict the intensity, the intensity of hurricanes a little bit better. This is what it looks like on a nice day. This thing goes and they've got five. Noah has five of these ready to go into hurricanes to get us better data and that's pretty cool. In fact, as we look at the tropics right now, we've got three areas right now. Hurricane Sam still hanging in there. Tropical Depression Victor and this area of interest we're watching only a 10% chance of development along this, but the development zone brings it along the southeastern Atlantic coast, so we'll continue to watch this really carefully. And that is your latest weather. Best time of the morning. Uh, that was the best time, that cool well, drone glad in the you ocean like that. Yeah. tracking hurricanes. Science! Very cool. <laughs> uh, first, what does that do? Jeez. Thomas, Thomas Dolby. Dolby. Thomas Dolby. Oh, she blinded me with <laughs> science! You don't remember that? You all right? Oh, I, don't I, I barely have time for any of the news items. Jennifer Aniston, Foo Fighters, turning out the Friends star, huge fan of the band. Aniston revealing that the Foo have an upcoming appearance on her Apple TV Plus series, The Morning Show, sharing on social media some behind-the-scenes moments from filming with the guys. Take a look at this one. Jen hugging Dave Grohl and writing in the caption, the Foo Fighters paid The Morning Show a visit. This super fan will never forget this day. Mind officially blown. Fan for life. In this photo, it looks like she's almost in tears. She's standing with the entire band. And there she is going over uh, some scripts with, with Dave as well. Well, hopefully Jen will tune into our program tomorrow because we're going to have the one and only Dave Grohl right here with us live in Studio 1A to catch up with him about all things Foo and, of course, his new book he's got called Storyteller. So join us for that. That is tomorrow here on Today. That is my plug, and I think we're done. Dave done? Grohl yeah. tomorrow okay. here yeah. on Dave Grohl, today. that's the it. Real, like, the, the real, man, in the real life morning legend. show coming. Yeah, Night, I love the nicest wow. guys in the world. Art imitating life. Uh, yeah, cool. Science! Art, science! science. <laughs> we'll be back right after this with Jerry and Jenna. on a Monday morning, October 4th, 2021. Guys, coming up, our new favorite dynamic duo, Jenna and Jerry Seinfeld. They met up to talk about a major transformation for his latest gig, and Jenna is here. She's going to share it with us. <laughs> oh, I don't think your mic's working. Hang on. How about now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, better. there you go. So, female football players, I can't wait to give you this story. We are opening, or they are opening, new doors in the sport. We can't wait to introduce you to the amazing Boston Renegades. Cool. Very cool. They're one of our favorite faces to see around here. Sama Dada is in the building. She always brings treats. This is extra exciting because today marks the return of Today Food. Yes. In the studio. In the yes. studio. Yes. It's table. back for the first time in many, many years. Hey. And it's been a year. There's, well, it feels like a decade. I know. <laughs> uh, Sama's making bolognese and brownies. I love it. A little healthy twist in that, too, so that's coming up. All right. And coming up in the, uh, oh, that's, yeah. coming up in the third hour, uh, Bill Pullman. He is with us live. Bill's going to be back in his creepy series, The Sinner. Uh, but in his spare time, he's actually honing a skill that may surprise you. Okay. 
Okay, let's get a check of the weather. Yeah, I got to bring you over here because th there's a young lady here. What, what's your name? Shoshana Fogelman. So, Shoshana, you were here 21 years ago? 20 years. 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> and you said you'd come back for your birthday when, when you were 21. And here you are. 20-year anniversary. Wow. We'll, we'll do it again when you're 41. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you look the same. It's fantastic. You haven't aged a bit. Let's show you what we've got as far as your week ahead. It's going to be rainy along the East Coast, some flooding down through the Gulf, autumn warmth through the plains, hazy skies out west. By the midweek period, we've got a flood risk in the southeast, abundant sunshine through the plains, mix of sun and clouds out west. And then toward the end of the week, we are looking at more rain in the mid-Atlantic states on into the Great Lakes, rain and mountain snows out west. And it's just going to be, as my pal Willard used to say, fantastic in the Central Plains. And that is your latest. We got a really good Monday crowd. We do. I mean, Big crowd. Folks yeah. all the way They are going to be here for what's coming up. We got a good rest of their half hour. Up next, Jenna. She met up with Jerry Seinfeld to talk about the familiar and surprising parts of his latest role. She even got a tutorial from the master himself on one of his most iconic mannerisms. We'll have that for you. There's Jenna Live. But first, this is Today on NBC. Good morning. Welcome back. Jenna's here. We're just singing. Exciting weekend. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Do you get it? I get it. If you're a Seinfeld person, we have so okay. many Seinfeld references No, just coming. wait. Just you wait. I, I got to hang out with Jerry Seinfeld, y'all. It was a festivus for the rest of us. We sat down with Jerry Seinfeld to discuss a top secret project he's had in the works to celebrate all nine seasons of his hit sitcom coming to Netflix. Let's just say he came, we chatted, and yada, yada, yada. Ding. I'll probably never see him again. Ding. Oh, oh, oh. Hello! <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Not from you. It was my first time interviewing Jerry Seinfeld, and the prep work was intense. Hello! Hello! Hello. Do you know where that's from? Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd nailed it until I got some feedback from the master of this domain. Was that hello, like, sounded deep enough for it to be bell and button talk or not really? You have to kind of bring it down from here. Okay. You have to hello. go. Hello. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> your hand. Hello. hello. Then you go up high. Oh, okay. You start low and go hello. up. Hello. Yeah. No, no. Little gravelly. Jerry was here on this beautiful New York all day to announce all nine seasons of his hit 90s sitcom, Seinfeld. Get are now streamable on Netflix. But Jerry wanted to make the announcement his way. Okay, so you've played a lot of different Jerry's. You've had the big puffy sleeve Jerry. Yes, I've, on the Today Show. Yes. We debuted the puffy shirt on the Today Show with Brian Gumbel. What made you think, okay, it's time naturally to be a Lego Jerry? Well, who doesn't want to be a Lego? You can order the universe with Lego. You can make sense of something. Yeah. If you follow the instructions and you complete the model, it makes sense. Lego Jerry is a 90-second digital short released over the weekend by Netflix, complete with the Lego version of Seinfeld's New York City apartment, serial included. Tell me about being a Lego, transforming. It did not look comfortable, I have to tell you. Some of those bits, like, you know, when I skate out in the yes. end, that took an hour and a half of moving an inch at a time. I was worried about you because it looked like oh. there was a little bit of a wedgie in this area. Yeah, yeah, a lot of issues below the waist. But apparently, no issues asking Oscar-nominated and Emmy and Tony-winning actor
actor Brian Cranston to reprise his Seinfeld role as dentist Tim Watley. So the amazing Brian Cranston, you call him on the phone and say, want to be in a Lego short? Yeah. And his response was? Love to. He says, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I trust you. And trust is what Jerry Seinfeld has had, that his beloved New York City will come back after the pandemic, expressing it in a New York Times op-ed article, which went viral. What does it feel like to be here on this day, beautiful fall day in a city that you love so much? I am uh, humbly uh, proud that I stuck up for my town. You're not getting rid of this. There is nothing like this anywhere in the world. And on a day like this, there's nowhere better to be. No, New York on a beautiful day is really magical. Even when someone is screaming hello at you. Oh, cute. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, oh kitty. Oh, you're gonna start lowering. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm really glad oh. this is the case. <laughs> wow. But I don't want to be a Lego. <laughs> I want to see you sit back oh, down. Listen, listen. I just want to. But I don't want to be a Lego. Oh gosh. <laughs> that is real. No, you're not going to spectacular. Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't sit. You can't sit. There's no sitting. This is incredible. Lego's converted. I probably should have just worn the puffy shirt, but they offered me this thing and I couldn't help it. It's awesome. You had us in fear because she said, "Guys, I got to go. My back hurts. I'll be back." We were like sitting here freaking out. Where is she? That's pretty good. Y'all, it works. You got it. You got that thing going fast. Too. That's impressive. Little... I'm confused about the whole Lego thing. It's, well, you know I, what? Jerry Seinfeld has done everything, but he's never been a Lego. I told him, frankly, has, have anybody ever stepped on a Lego at so, five in the morning? Yes. So yes. is that is that Lego set? What about the Lego set? Is that yes. available? Can you buy that? Yes, you can buy that. And he was walking through the mall with his kids, saw the Lego set, and had the idea to turn this little promo into a Lego Jerry. I mean, now your Halloween costume is set. I know, y'all. Today, Halloween so revealed fun. early. Yes. Wow. Oh, pretty anyway. impressive. Oh, shake your hand. Anyway, thank you. You couldn't look cuter. I wish we had a little cereal or something. Can I try the water? A good oh, oh, no, 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 Well, we should thank our friends at Fallon because they let me use this costume. <laughs> and you can watch all nine seasons of Seinfeld on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> More residuals. <laughs> don't, don't do it, Jen. Don't do it. right about the frontal wedgie. Oh, oh, it's a little uncomfortable. JVH. Okay. Oh, that JVH. doesn't, that you know doesn't look good. Right. Take it on for the like, yeah. What's up? Really wow. Right. Well, well done. Well done. Oh, oh, you know, that's so that for the whole funny. fourth hour, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for hanging out yeah, with me. Yeah, I will. I'll see you. Actually, I have one for you, oh, too. Great. Oh, that hurt, by the way. Around. Don't fist bump like, her. When Bye, we come back. Don't fist bump her. It hurts. If we come back. No, it's like a New tough. England's other sports dynasty. <laughs> Chanel is going to introduce us to the Boston Renegades. They're breaking <laughs> barriers in the world's largest women's tackle football league. Oh, well, Jenna oh. can go yeah, after that. Yeah, in this outfit. You're we got to show it again. You're all padded up. But first. Oh, look at the back. Back. This the back is, is great. On NBC. I like it. I like it. I love it. Oh, we are back with our ongoing series with NBC Sports once in a lifetime. That's right. Millions were glued to last night's battle between Tampa Bay and New England. Tom Brady playing again and beating the team he helped turn into one of the NFL's most storied franchises. But there's another Boston area football team you might not have heard of that's just as successful. The women of the Boston Renegades are just as dominant in their league as the Patriots were in their prime. And they've done it while overcoming adversity to become a growing part of the Boston sports landscape. 
They are New England's football dynasty. Touchdown, Patriots! No, no, the other one. Six championships? Check. The greatest quarterback in league history? Check. A star-wide receiver and a league MVP? You guessed it. Meet the Boston Renegades, champions of the Women's Football Alliance, the largest women's tackle football league in the world. Everything's the same. The only difference is we don't need the cups. You are no longer in Kansas. You are in Boston. The Renegades' success hasn't come easy. It wasn't always like this. We've built that culture. Come on, defense. I know it was one of you guys. And now when rookies come in, they know that they're coming into a six-time national championship team. How would you describe the Boston Renegades? I would say family first and just a tenacious attitude. Long before they could break tackles, they had to break the mold. These athletes started playing when football had few options for women. I've been playing football since I was three years old, so for, so for my whole life. It definitely wasn't an all-girls team, and it really started like in the neighborhood with my brothers. With the beloved Pats, Bruins, Red Sox, and Celtics making Boston a title town, the Renegades are earning their own part of that glory and attention from that fierce fan base. Touchdown of the game. But this football is all passion, no pay. Practicing on nights and weekends after working their day jobs. I was born in Boston. Like star defensive back Shantae Bonds, who teaches high school math. Tell me about some of the athletes that you play with. What kind of commitment do they have? We're doing this three days a week after work hours and then on the weekends. It's a huge commitment. Let's go home, tweet. They're either full-time work or they're in school. Every hour outside of that, they're dedicating to their craft, which is really their passion. And this July, with the Renegades chasing a record sixth title, they got a surprise call from the sidelines. We found out today that Bob Kraft and the Patriots want to fly us to the game. For the team, that meant not just the cool factor of taking the Patriots' private plane, but an opportunity to bond after being separated during the pandemic. We started the season not even being able to all be in the locker room at the same time. We didn't have after parties, after games, where those times off the field where you get to know your new teammates and bond with the old ones. So for that championship weekend to just be all of us in the same place, it just made up for all of those opportunities that we missed prior. The Renegades will start chasing their fourth straight title in the spring. But their visibility is just as important as their victories. Women's tackle football is growing tremendously, and it's because now we have little girls that are seeing women play at the highest level. There's tons of women playing football. Like, we just might not be on the ESPN top 10, but we're out there and we're working hard and trying to grow the game and, and commit to it what it deserves. Growing the game for the next generation of girls who will suit up on Sundays. All those little girls out there who want to play, support them. Let them play. All they want to do is play a sport. If a girl has a desire to do something, that means she has the ability. All that means is we need to nurture it. I have to tell you, I walked away so impressed. The Renegades are looking ahead to their new season starting in April, and they had another milestone along the way. After clinching that historic sixth title, their quarterback, Allison, who you heard from there, became the first woman ever to have her jersey enshrined nice. in Canton's Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's a lot of these cool. girls have wanted to do it since they were literally little girls. Yeah, so you imagine these women 
amazing athletes. A lot of them are former ballers or what have you. And they are working during the day. They're going to school and then practicing this, their real passion, you know, you after hours. You should have put some pads. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. We're disappointed I wish you, you didn't come see in these, their uniform. I know, right? right? I wish you could see these women in person. They are, to say fit yeah. is yeah. an understatement. Yeah, and they're so. so passionate about the game. So I wish they're them good, all the best. Too. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. Thank you. Good stuff. Coming up next, Sama Dada here, really, in real life, celebrating season two of her show, Hashtag Cooking. She's got some delicious and healthy dishes we could all make for dinner tonight. But first, this is Today on NBC. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We are back, and we really mean it. We're back. A very special edition of Today Food. Sama Dada is here, our friend, lead Today assistant, and now rising star, host of Hashtag Cooking on our Today All Day streaming channel. It just started its second season. If you haven't gotten your hands on a copy of her cookbook, it's called Dada Eats. Love to cook it. You're missing out. Sama, good morning. This is perfect because... This is our first in-studio yes. cooking segment in more than a year. We even got the tasting table. Look at Carson. Look at Carson. Yes, yes. Carson's almost this. finished. This Delicious. is epic. Oh, really? That's good. great. I so love good. Starting early. Yes. This is amazing. I'm so happy to be here. We, Thank you guys for having of course, me. We love having you. Now you always do something delicious, but it's got a healthy side to it. You're Little vegan. Twist. Right? Plant-based. Plant-based. Plant plant, yes. plant, yeah. Plant-forward. Yes. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so what's our first? Little twist. So we're doing a lentil bolognese, which is a little oh. bit of a plot twist, but I always feel like it's important to come prepared in life with like a good homemade pasta sauce, yeah. and this is mine. Oh. So super easy. We've got some olive oil in our pan already. We're going to add our onions. Okay. We're going to cook this for a little bit, let that get nice and tender and translucent, and then we'll go ahead and add our garlic okay. right after that. So this is really nice. It's aromatic. Yeah, you want to go ahead and add that? Yeah, please, Savannah. That'd okay. be great. There's no iron to <laughs> and so here's the thing with the bolognese, right? We've got carrots in there. And a traditional bolognese, that's what we have. Okay. Here, we're going to keep that traditional element, and the lentils are their only plot twist, right? Okay. So I'm going to do... I always think of bolognese as a meat-based dish. It is a meat-based dish. But I guess but it, it doesn't have to be. It no. doesn't have to be. And you know what? Like, I always feel like it's nice to have these little sneaky veggies in there. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have kids, but I hear hiding veggies is, yes. like, the thing to do. Oh, it's, it's the, the only thing. way. Yeah, so Our here form. you go. This is perfect for you. So basically, we're just going to grate this carrot. You can chop it as well, but I kind of like to grate it because it's easier to cook. It takes less time. Okay. You're just going to toss it in there. So we've just, we've, right. uh, we've shredded them. We've all right. shredded all of them. I'll, I'll stay yeah. over here with Perfect. this scene. All right. Okay. So what else are you throwing in there? So, I see some red pepper chili flakes. Exactly. So once we get this all kind of nice and tender and cooked down, we're going to add our crushed tomatoes. This is this hard. This is from a can. Okay. I will say I am not above canned tomatoes. Okay. You know, if you had them in the pantry, let's get her out of there. Mm -hmm. Let's use them, you know. Okay. I want them to be... Are these crushed tomatoes? Canned and crushed can tomatoes, crushed. yes. Okay, yep. I love for my recipes to be super accessible and easy, and if mm -hmm. you have that can, let's use it, you know. Okay. We'll cook this. We'll simmer it down until it's nice and delicious, smells aromatic, and then we're going to add our spices. Okay. So we're using some red pepper flakes. Mm -hmm. You don't have this cumin in there, Savannah? Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. We're going to add some oregano. Mm -hmm. We're going to add some freshly ground black what? pepper. When do you add, when do you add the and lentils? Some salt. So now, once this is kind of cooked down, the this, this sauces, the simmering is like nice okay. and delicious. Mm -hmm. We're going to add our lentils straight in here. So this is what it should look like. 
It's kind of cooked down a bit, yeah. smells amazing. Are your lentils cooked already? So you know what's nice, Savannah, is you could cook them from dry, but you can also get them pre-cooked, which okay. like I love convenience. Okay. So that's great. So if you want something that's on the dinner table a little bit quicker, mm -hmm. just grab those pre-cooked lentils, really you know? Good. Gang, this what do we great. think? Really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. kick to it. Now, what, yeah. kind of, what kind of noodles yeah. are these? Um? So we're using tagliatelle here, but you can use a fettuccine, you can oh, use a rigatoni, penne. Do you miss the meat? No. Okay. lentils have that kind of meaty, nice, hearty texture, right? So you don't really miss the meat at all. And it's a little bit lighter and, and still pretty comforting. Yeah. All right, so we've got the pasta. Add a little Very pasta nice. Water. Let's, we let's got make that some done. dessert. What do we have here? I want you guys to really hear me out. Here, okay. Okay? Right. okay. These are avocado brownies. What? Don't Come raise on. your eyebrows yet because <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit about this. So the reason we're using avocado here is because it's kind of like a nice butter oil replacement. We don't need that here. We just need the nice creamy avocado. What's wrong with butter? There's nothing uh, wrong with it, but it's kind of a nice alternative, right? And also, I find that I always buy avocados and they all ripen That's at true. exactly yep. the same time. Yes. Good point. So if you've exhausted your savory uses, you just go ahead and, and use this. Okay. So we're gonna add our avocado in here. We've got some eggs. Some maple syrup. You want to, Savannah, help me with those mm -hmm. eggs? We're just yeah. going to add those straight in there. Okay. And you know, I've never seen you so involved in a cooking segment. Savannah, I know. Well, I missed it. I, I, I yeah. missed <laughs> I'd like to get Savannah involved. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You could say, it's good to see you involved in this. <laughs> Be more Thank positive. Well, Sama encourages You've been married me. for so exactly. long. Exactly. So, so this is coconut sugar, Savannah. We're going to add that. Put that in there. Wow. You know what? Sugar. Coconut sugar. Yeah. It's a little nice, unrefined sweetener. Oh, soft. What I like about this recipe, too, is that it all comes together in a blender. So like if you were gonna maple make a syrup. smoothie, you don't, you know? Maple syrup? Like these. Mm -hmm. was that yeah, maple that was syrup. maple syrup. Yeah. Okay. That's really rich. And then and some vanilla extract. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then once we process this, we'll blend this really nicely, and then we'll go ahead and add our almond flour. Okay. Wow. That's Savannah. Mm -hmm. I'm really but getting Savannah involved here. we do process first and then add process the dry ingredients? Yes, okay, exactly. so why am I doing, shouldn't we So do we're that? not gonna blend it. We're okay, just gonna, I'm just kind of showing it to you, because okay. so I can show you my, yeah, we're pretending here. It's all pretend. And then we'll add our baking soda, our salt, and this is what our batter will look like. Okay. So it's really smooth, it's delicious, it's luscious, and because we're using the same ratio of almond flour and cocoa powder, yeah. it's going to be really fresh. Is it nice. different to bake, though, like because of this avocado and these different ingredients, like from my Rich. traditional brownies I made? It's going to really be exactly the same texture. What's the drizzle on top? This is okay. good. You know, Ooh, well, I'm out of time. Oh, Shoot. Today that comes nice food. Season well, premiere of good. Hashtag Cooking, streaming 11 a.m. on Today All Day. Great job, Sama. Yay.